0: Welcome to Earth School, a weekly podcast about weaving the healing journey artfully into life. Hosted by Bibi Dalman and Rosalind McNally. Welcome back everybody to this week's episode of Earth School. It's a pleasure to have you here as always. We're going to be diving into the energetics from the 23rd to the 29th of July and what we felt would be sort of nice to explore and just to sit with and to be in is the idea of celebrating ourselves. Um, It's something that we might do you know when we've achieved something or we've come to the end of a project but it's usually something to do with something that we have produced versus like can we bring that energy in sort of to your daily life or into different aspects of our life or even begin to switch up what that means to us and maybe where it appears in our life. like. So this week's episode is sort of just exploring that and seeing what way you can begin to celebrate and honour yourself in your life. And welcome, Bibi, as always, my little partner in crime. Hi, Um, Rosaline. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, everybody. Bibi, for you, what does that mean sort of to celebrate yourself, honour yourself?
1: Well... (laughs) First of all, during this year and a half of, you know, state where I think for most of us, our nervous system was upward regulated and, you know, there's been like a lot of fear to be navigated. Um, It's like you can almost forget to celebrate because there's always something to keep an eye out for. You know, there's always like, I think a lot of us have been on guard, you know, for the next thing, the next adjustment. And so, um, this is a mechanism I think when we understand how it works it might actually help us to celebrate more like to understand that the nervous system is really there to do exactly that to scan your environment for any possible threat and so everything that you take up from the media or any conversations you have with your friends any internal thoughts anything that's that's sort of going on your nervous system will lock in and pull your awareness pull your focus into all the things that might be threatening to you or that aren't working or perceived not working So to me, celebrating ourselves is really, well, in one way you can look at it as as actually a a re-empowerment, you know, I'm taking the power back from this nervous system response, which is just autonomous and, you know, just does its own thing and it has a place and, you know, I can be thankful for that, but I'm taking my power back and go, I want to see the fullness of my life, like I want to see a more, clear and complete picture the things that are maybe needing my attention that may not be working but also all the things that are working you know where is it in my body where are things working rather than only perceiving pain mm. um or where in my life in my relationships you know am i only focusing on you know the lockdown has probably done it to all of us different points where we gotta catch ourselves like Am I the nagging partner? <laughs> you know, <laughs> that just just sees the things that are just like really grating and, and 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 itchy in your awareness. And you think, oh or can we also see like the beauty in, in our relationships, you know? Um so celebrating ourselves, how we I think also interact with our environment. Like they're all pieces to it, but for me mainly it's it's remembering having also fun and lightheartedness and that you know, and it's difficult in times, the times that we're in, you know, where we feel there is a perceived threat and there might be a real threat, you know, uh, or wherever we are on that level. And it's just remembering to, in the midst of all of that, can I find those little pockets to, to you know, to dance, to to laugh, to to really see myself and, and, you know, tap myself on the shoulder for how far I've come, I suppose. Um, and sort of these things aren't, I think that easily accessible. So I think that's why we might be sharing this episode as well, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. it's not something that we're taught to do. It's not something that we do that often. And I think it is unlocking it from, do you know, like what we've achieved or what we've got to end of something that we only celebrate then, if at all even, like because the majority Mm of people are on. well, I've done this now, so next mountain, let me climb that one. Mm -hmm. Do you know, like, and we don't even sit at the, sit in it like and actually, you know, really be receiving from what we maybe have even created like or what we are the goodness that we are experiencing in life we're not really allowing ourselves to sink ourselves into it and really receive from that there we've already packed the bag ready for the next pilgrimage like which is perfect and all when it's needed but sometimes we're doing it so quickly that we forget that part of the cycle like which is to me a really important part of the cycle of growth in general, like is that we get to pause and look at what we've created or experienced or what we're where we're at, how we've grown, how we've evolved, what we've navigated to get to where we are at this moment, like, and then really looking at all that and and go, God, actually, I would have probably forgotten half of that because you know I was focused on just getting here, so it allows that sort of as you mentioned that wider perspective of standing back, but I think by doing that, we also see so many qualities that are naturally us that we might not see otherwise like you know you're getting to see your strengths you're getting to see maybe where you asked for help which to me is a strength you're getting to see maybe where you got somebody else to support you in something where you maybe let go of some things handed them off or just dropped them where you sort of navigated your own journey your own healing like you know like and when we're So focused on the next hill, we forget to. To me, it's about receiving from them, like because then they feed for the next sort of pilgrimage whenever that needs to be, but it doesn't have to be immediate either. Like, so to me, it's a space of receiving as well from everything that we are going and growing through, like and unlocking it from the end sort of goal or the end vision, but also being mindful of. My only sort of feeling—I don't even really celebrate myself. Say like I—I I maybe feel I do, but only when somebody from the outside says, "Oh, that—that that was really good. That's really nice. That's excellent. Well done, you." You get the pat on the back, like so. You're waiting for somebody else to give you that opportunity to do it, like.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To me, it's like <laughs> when you were speaking there. Just like the image came to your mind that it's a bit like harvesting you know, first growing your crop and then harvesting your crop and then never actually ever tasting it, (laughs) like never taking Mm. a bite from it, you know. And then, you know, if you're maybe um, have a vineyard and you make wine and then it's other people who tell you how good and delicious your wine is, but you've never tasted it yourself. So I think we can go through life a little bit like that, you know, never tasting our own goodness, uh, celebrating our own goodness, taking a step back, because there is something about, you know, when we step back and when we really let it in, and it is connected, you know, sometimes celebrating sounds so easy. It's quite difficult because it has something to do with what level of self-love and self-worth can I stretch to? What can I allow? Can I let it come in? And sometimes it's really difficult to let things in and it's much easier to move on to the next hill, right? But what I would say is when you taste your own wine, when you start to really enjoy yourself for a moment that is informing how you think about your own capacity of climbing that next hill you might go like i've got my eyes way too low like you know there's a mountain range that's way higher and like i'm so able for that because now i've integrated and seen how far i've come um but again (laughs) I don't want to point this at let's celebrate so that we can be more efficient in life you know <laughs> but there is there is definitely a part in in that um can we you know let it sink in and um and you know to be practical as well it doesn't always have to be the the big massive you know one week celebration um we have a family member who likes to celebrate his birthday like literally for an entire week and it's the sweetest thing he's done it for like forever (laughs) but it's the whole week and it's like you know there's so much to learn from that like yeah he's like just really enjoying that whole that whole part you know um but, you know, celebrating yourself can also be just in a moment, like, you know, a little high five to yourself or, you know, something, you know, you just all of a sudden feel good in your body, just up and just break out in a little dance and on you go with the, with your life. So it doesn't have to be elaborate or complicated. I think it's the willingness, I would say, is that's really important.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's just taking the opportunity to do it. Like, because it is, it's like the daily moments, like, do you know, I can look back and like, and sort of big things and all there like where I knew sort of what I was working through or what I was working towards like I'm and it took a long time because I could barely receive a compliment when I first started doing anything in my life like you know because we were sort of taught like you know you just don't praise yourself and you definitely don't accept praise from anybody else. Like, you know, so it's this whole relearning of like when somebody compliments something or even, you know, that like, as we've chatted about before, you know, oh, I like your top. Oh, God, it's just, you know, I've had that for ages or it's just from pennies or whatever it is. Can I, how does it meet me? You know, how does, what happens in my body? Like, does it sort of react? Does it constrict? Do I sort of nearly want to push that sort of compliments away from me or that applause away from me very quickly? Or can I just go? Oh, thank you. Like so, it's really, and it is as you mentioned that it's that heart energy. It's the self worth. It's the confidence. But I think by beginning the little small steps of acknowledging those little, those little things that we do and those little things that we sort of be, even just our beingness, celebrating that mm. that allows us to grow in our confidence. Like it allows us to grow in our self belief of what we're capable of as humans, not what we do, but just as ourselves. Like. And it allows us to sort of just feel more like, yeah, yeah, that I can face life and that I can move through this. Like, and we also, I think, begin to see the parts that make us us, that make us maybe different to other people as well.
1: Mm. Yeah, because if you think of, if you let things sink in when you've navigated a situation or, like you said, sometimes not even what we do, it's just a moment of like, you know, I, I see me. Um, that is 100% informing how we interact with the next moment 100% and so sometimes I feel like we're rushing after so many things and thinking like okay I want to grow stronger or I want to grow more authentic or grow you know fill fill in fill in the blank and I always feel like someone sitting over our shoulders having a real laugh smirk because it's like it's already in you you know you've used it all the time you just not seeing it, you know, you're not you're not celebrating it as such. So I think a celebration that way is also a huge expression of a a willingness to reclaim ourselves and to be that authentic, whatever that might mean, you know that word authentic self, a most essential self, you know, um and you know my stance on on authenticity, I think it just brings so much color and aliveness into the world, you know. I just think it's the most boring thing if we all show up in the same job, with the same clothes, driving the same car, living the same lives. I'm like, why is there so many of us if we're all doing the same? Personally, I always get a kick out of if I see somebody taking, you know, life on in a slightly different way. And not fakely so, Mm -hmm. but just in their own way, you know, because I'm looking over like never thought about doing life that way i think that's really interesting you know so t- to me uh celebrating ourselves and allowing ourselves to step more into our authenticity i think not just only brings fun back to us but it's also to come to our families to our maybe not the immediate they usually have a little moment when you're stepping into your full authenticity to the, the other threads involved in there maybe but um it's definitely what you bring to your to your chosen community you know and um I think during the times we're in and going through at the moment, it's so important to not forget that, you know, because we we kind of need all of ourselves at the moment to show up. And that doesn't mean like full energy. Like, you know, a lot of us have times where we're just like totally wrung out, but you can still show up fully even when you're tired. You know, it doesn't have, I think sometimes that gets mixed up, but by by celebrating yourself and just showing up fully, there is there's an energetic shift and i think you know that's the medicine we all need at the moment we don't need to make it way more complicated than that i think that is a beautiful first step
0: mm. yeah because even looking back over say this last 16 months or whatever it's like you know like it's we can either look at that through the lens of you know if we've retreated in or if like life has just delivered us a lot of hard knocks and all in it, we can either mm-hmm. look at as oh, like I failed this or I haven't used this the way somebody else has used this time. Mm-hmm. But to me, it's like, you know, if you're really listening to yourself and respecting your needs, I think, like celebrate that. Like, do you know what? Because maybe you're actually listening to yourself for the first time in your life. Maybe you're giving yourself what you need for the first time in your life. Maybe you've reached out for help for the first time in your life. Like. And to me, they're all things to celebrate. doesn't mean you have to have a party about it, but you just acknowledge it in yourself. Like, do you know, that you actually just to me, it's like sometimes you're just seeing it and going, oh, yeah, I, I've done that. I haven't done that before. Like, do you know, like, or I've given myself permission to feel this and I haven't done that before. And to me, there are all these little pivotal moments like where we're doing these things. Like, and you could use the word celebrate to me. It's like you're just really honoring yourself. Like, mm. of like, yeah, like I've traversed this here. I am still here. And yet I can feel like things are crumbling or I don't know what I'm doing and I don't know where I'm going. But like, my God, like I've had the resources to get through this or I have found the resources to get through it. And I've looked for them. I've grown them or whatever. Do you know, like, but it's tea? stand back and reflect on like you know we've navigated so much in our lives as a whole and you can do that with your whole life look back at all the little changes the little parts where you've reclaimed parts of yourself where you've done things that you thought you'd never do in your life or you wouldn't have the courage to do you know like and going oh actually I've done those there do you know like so you're looking at it from a to me it's like a different perspective versus oh I've released all of this it's like well what or all this stuff has happened to me, what have I grown and gained from them? Like do you know, like or can I see a seed in them that is now maybe coming more into its deeper roots, its deeper strengths?
1: Yeah, to to me the celebration idea is you know, so many different layers to it, but if you dive a little deeper, deeper into layers to me it's it's a sacred journey back to ourselves you know, if we think of, if you have any young child in your environment, in your own family, you know, you, you want to celebrate them, you don't just want to celebrate them on their birthday, mm-hmm. you actually, you, you know, you're just gonna hug them and kiss them and go, your miracle little thing, your magical little being, you know, and, and then we just grow out of that, <laughs> you know, and I think when we look at it from that side, when we celebrate ourselves, there is there is a portal, an avenue into really have a visceral experience of of the sacredness of life. You know, a real experience of how magical it can be. And magical doesn't, I don't mean by magical, everything is always happy, but miraculous as well. Like how life is, what it took for a human to actually be here on this planet and to have never mind so made it so far through your life as well but just a pure existence and I think that's when I think of celebrating that way in my mind always goes to sort of like birthday parties for kids Mm -hmm. when they when they're younger because it's like it's just like it's not now we're not celebrating because you have done this in school or because you were very good at that we're just literally having a party because you're alive and to me I think when when you asked me first what celebration sort of means to me, like that's sort of the essence that I feel that that is that is healing, you know. When we can connect connect to that, so yeah, mm-hmm.
0: it's the like it's the you know what we've chatted about sort of in the healing journey, it's the revealing of your true essence. Like, so can mm-hmm. I see the amazingness, the beauty, the fabulous fabulousness? I can't even get that word out. Fabulousness off that there. Do you know like? Even in days where I feel like, you know, slouching around and not doing very much of whatever it is like, you know, or where I feel not much is happening in life. Can I still see all of that in that? Like, you know, and even if to hear those, you know, to say those words, oh, I'm amazing. Like what judgments come up around that, you know, because where am I measuring who I am and what am I measuring it against? Like, do you know, like for me to really be in my full not even be, but just to me to acknowledge because it's there, you don't have to be in it, like, but me to acknowledge that fullness of myself, do you know, like when I sort of begin to tap into that, if I think it's not full enough or it's not good enough or it's not amazing enough or it's not anything, whatever else, enough that would like where what's infiltrating that, what's sort mm. of getting in the way of that there or more than likely what is my definition of that and maybe who do I think has that there that I'm measuring myself against their essence versus my own self like not even measuring yourself against yourself but allowing yourself to really sink into that like Mm. do you know because then we're seeing as we've mentioned like you know we're seeing each of us as individuals like that we all even if we've all gone through the same life experiences from the day we were bought into this world like you know we all have differences in us like but we've Mm. just stopped looking for them like or we stopped acknowledging they're there or we've been told like you know to put those parts aside because they're not really for adults and then how can we bring that back or if i find it really hard to get in touch at this moment with that part of myself can i allow my imagination begin to you know Paint it or bring it up in my mind's eye, like, or to bring it into my body. Imagine what would that mm. feel like actually if I was to really tap into that light, that beauty, or you know, the words of all my friends might use for you, all your family might use for you. And you're like, oh, oh god, oh god, that's all too mushy, or that's all, you know, depending on what way you're brought up, or no, no, that's I couldn't be that. Like, what would it feel like to go, actually, why not? Like, let's just try it on. Mm and see what mm. it feels like in my being like mm. and then mental body even see what changes from holding it even just for a few minutes
1: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yes yeah, so it's these little celebrations or rituals or you know just noting and I think it's you touched on it everyone celebrates also so differently and to honor that <laughs> You know, not everyone needs to break out in a dance. <laughs> really doesn't have to happen in that way. Mm-hmm. So even in that, like celebrate your own uniqueness in how you want to celebrate yourself. You know, you might just want to light a candle and have a cup of tea and have, you know, a moment with yourself. It can be as, simp- as, as simple as th- as that. Um, but it is, when we talk about healing, yes, it is, it is healing and it it's, but it, to me it's healing because it directly can connect us to that true essence you know it's it's just a moment where you slip out of the mundane into that sacred space and in, in that moment when we do that country we bring something from that sacredness back into the mundane and you know maybe it goes a little bit beyond the scope of this podcast episode <laughs> but I always like to question the purpose of life (laughs) and not just because of this last year and a half, you know, like, why am I here? And, you know, a huge part for me personally has something to do with this expression of Siva and service and, you know, our Dharma here to contribute in some way to the greater good. And at the same time, you know, life to me, when I look at nature, nature oftentimes just celebrates itself you know and the celebration doesn't go you know disconnected from the serving you know there can be a beautiful flower and then the flower serves the bee you know like there is an interconnectedness in that but to me also there's always this question in life of like you know how can we harness those beautiful sacred moments and, and sometimes, you, you know, you go into a whole week or month of like, whoa, just living in bliss, you know. And sometimes it's just a cup of tea in the middle of like an incredibly challenging day, you know. But to me, it's like bringing the sacredness into life. So we're not just these workhorses that are, you know, just so wrung out with efficient, efficiency on doing things that we don't really oftentimes care for that aren't that important but somehow society or collectively we've put there so these are the goalposts we need to reach and we get so tired climbing all these mountains that we have no interest in it you know so celebration for me is also a moment of reset it's like whoa 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 you know i'm just running with the herd towards that cliff and maybe that cliff is beautiful for everyone else maybe you want to you know skydive off it um but yeah, maybe maybe I don't I don't want to go down that road. And so celebration again is a moment of sacredness, but also through the sacredness of reempowerment, you know, of making authentically informed choices. Um, but for that, yeah, we need to see ourselves. I think a lot about celebrating is just seeing ourselves.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's truly really seeing ourselves, like an all of ourselves. Do you know? Like, and to me, it's like. You can still celebrate the parts that hurt, you know, you can still just honour them and see them and go, I don't need to go pull that out. I don't need to do anything with it just by seeing it. I'm acknowledging and honouring that part of me that is a part of me like and has made me who I am and I can just be with it like. And I think the beauty is sometimes too that if we get to the end of something and we're left really, really, really deflated, then that might show us that maybe our energy wasn't in the right place like wasn't being placed into the things that we really wanted to be, to be putting it towards feeding it towards like because to me there's always this exchange it doesn't mean you always have to be ecstatic but it means like if you're always sort of like getting to the end of things and left really resentful or drained or feeling there's no receiving in it like you're not feeling uplifted by it you're not feeling even relieved by it or anything then there can be an imbalance about like You know, like, why was I aiming for that? Why was I running towards that goalpost? Like, and was it just because I seen everybody else or because that's the way I was told? That's You know, you have to have your zero inbox and you have to have your six billion followers and you have to send an email every day and you have to, you know, show your face every day. And then you realize, like, maybe those things don't actually feed you. Like, do you know, like, so to me, it's like, there's always this lovely sort of exchange in different ways and a million of different ways but where you're always left sort of feeling like yeah like you know like you've just had a really good meal and you're like yeah that was yeah that I'm finished that and that that was good like I, that was really satisfying or yeah I feel just really at peace with that there you know like and then you can just rest in that like but a lot of the ways like I celebrate things like they're not in any way like people are looking they're not really celebrations like to me it's just acknowledging and marking it like, and that can be as simple as when I'm out in my walk. Like, do you know, like of just really going, God, like I get to do this. I get to, I chose this. I chose to go on this walk when I could have been X, Y, Z, you know, with all the distractions that are looking for my attention, like, do you know, like, and then sort of things that have marked my life. Like, I'm not a big jewelry person. I have like three rings, like a whole three rings, but each of those mark something in my life like that have been for me turning points like so when I look at them and I put them on me they're part of ceremony they're part of adorning and they're part of like honoring and acknowledging Yet, like these brought me something or they gave me something or I received from something from doing those things that mark that there like Mm. do you like so our pieces of artwork like our way I love to just like from little artists I love to sort of mark things with because then I have a visual of a certain thing and they don't have to be even things you have to buy and all like, but just I like visual things. Like I like seeing things and they bring back a felt experience. Like so I can nearly go around nearly everything in my house and go, oh, that was from this and this is, this is what it means you know, like for a lot of things because they do. They bring up sort of a feeling of fullness in me, like and an acknowledgement of everything that's made me who I am. And then it's also for me bringing beauty into a place as well. Mm. Like, you know, like, so it's when I look at them, it's like, yeah, that's somebody's (coughs) essence coming out through that there. Like, you know, that's somebody who took the time to make that there. And I wanted to support that person. Do you know, I wanted to celebrate and honour them for their work, their craftsmanship or whatever it might be. Yeah, Yeah, that's kind of the way I do it. Like but most of us just walking in nature, like, or standing somewhere and going, Oh, yeah, I remember this time last year. I remember this time seven years. I remember this time ten years. And I can feel the difference in myself and just sitting there with that and mm-hmm. then moving on. Like, do mm. you know, it's very simple. And then, like, I might do rituals at certain times. I'll always do a ritual on my birthday, like your solar return. But, like, at certain times, I'll do just do little simple, simple rituals just for me. Hmm. So I like to keep them small, easy, doable. Where I do not need three hundred people to celebrate my life. Do you know, like, which was as would be lovely, like, but it just doesn't interest me. I much rather just be outside or with my little things and doing it in that way. Hmm. Hmm. Um. There's something you said earlier on about you know the noticing.
1: You know, oh my god, I've climbed maybe the wrong mountain in hindsight. You know. I think we can also celebrate insights or awareness. So it's not necessarily about celebrating yeah. oh shit that relationship went belly up I didn't show up so I have to show up for the next relationship fully and then at some point I get to you know celebrate at some point in the future but it's like that moment when we realize oh my god oh my god I had no boundaries oh that's interesting as in you know, both ways, um, or spilling my energy all over the other person, or the other way around, or whatever, but the moment of awareness, the moment something clicks, that's a celebratory moment, you know, and like what you said, the way you mark things, we can mark that insight. so, you know, if you want to use it in terms of like working with patterns, it's like when that comes, that realization, instead of going, oh, here's that thing again, you know, <laughs> I'm doing that like, I've done it the last twenty years and you know I've worked, worked with it and it's still there. But just that realization, oh my god, a chuck can show up in that way as well. Can I, you know, celebrate that relation that realization in some way because that can also help me. And if you wanna do even something what you've done with through that, you know, you can have a candle for that moment. Light that candle, and then for the rest of the week, every time you light that candle, it it reminds me of, reminds you of that pattern that you recognized. You know, it's the little aha moments. So we don't have to only celebrate things that we've achieved, but like insight, awareness, or you know, celebrate, you know, where you could es- escape or slip out of an old pattern or not. You know, these these there are all ways of. you don't have to kind of wait until. You and I'm making inverted commas here. Fix yourself or the issue, and then you get to celebrate. Um. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And and I this was coming to mind is, um, you know, like sort of for for some of us, like an idea of like if you think of you know you're shining your like think of the like idea you're shining your light or you're allowing your light to be seen, you're allowing that heart energy. To open and to expand and just to flow for yourself and for others, like, or you're allowing the expression of yourself to be out there in the world, or you're using words to express it, then c- can often come that idea, like you know that you're bumming yourself up, like as we'd sort of say yeah. it in Ireland, like do you know, like mm-hmm. or you like, oh you know they're, they're away away with themselves and they've all got the big <laughs> head on them now and all like, <laughs> they went there and they think they're deadly, don't they? Like, do you know, like, and we can be doing that to ourselves, never mind anybody else saying yeah. it to us, like. So it's, it's, it's interesting to even look back and sort of reflect or even just be in the present moment and reflect and go, you know, what was I taught about, you know, being proud of myself and, mm-hmm. um, you know, w- were my achievements ever maybe acknowledged while I was growing up Do you know, like maybe I was part of a ten person family and they were done out celebrating, you know, acknowledging after the third or fourth kid, like not out of badness, but they just had lost count of who was doing what like. Do you know, like, and, you know, or was there pressure on me to perform all of the time and to reach certain standards all the time? Or do I do it because I'm looking for the validation, the the love that maybe I might get from doing all of these things? So there's so many other little layers ar- around it then as well. like, But a lot of it can be our programming around what that means, like, do you know, to us to sort of stand, take our place. In the world, use our voice, maybe, you know, and go, Oh, that, this is actually what I have to offer in a relationship. This is what I have to offer in work. This is what I have to offer in life in general. And we might go, Oh, well, like, you know, I can't be saying that about myself. They'll think I'm, you know, way off, like just too full of myself. You know, like, so it's even exploring those little parts of what stops me from just owning myself and being myself. Do you know, cause it's the energy behind it. Like, do you know, like, if, To me it's like there's a difference between somebody who's bumming themselves up and you can feel that there versus Mm -hmm. somebody who's just being themselves like, and maybe have found words to express that and share that and then can we uh, honour that and acknowledge Mm -hmm. that and then if that sort of hits a sore note with us can we use it maybe as a little mirror to look and go oh I wish I could find words that actually allowed me to express who I am And that doesn't have to become work, that just becomes acknowledging a little part of me is looking for that. And then can I maybe allow myself just to either be with that, play with that, maybe if I want to go get help with that, but initially without rushing out the door to go, this is something I need to solve. Can I maybe just sit and be curious about, okay, then if I was just to try on that without taking that and being that, what could that look like in life or what would be the words I might use? but more than likely what are the words i already say in my head and I wish i could get out of my mouth do you know like or on paper or whatever it might be and give myself permission just to do that for myself first
1: and i think actually in fact doing that doing that that self celebration self acknowledgement noting ritualizing um, all of that is actually dismantling the unhealthy aspect of the ego because yeah. the ego is an an extension of your nervous system that is grasping for things because it feels it needs that. It needs attention. It needs um, what whatever it is, more. You know, it's, it's out there. And so the nervous system is constantly scanning the world. And the ego is like, yeah, that. I need to avoid this. So I need more money. And I need to go here. So I need that. You know, in, in that exaggerated form. So when we start to tend ourselves, because that's what that really is. Mm-hmm. We have a no moment with ourselves. And we acknowledge who we are and we acknowledge and that celebration as well, celebrating our needs, you know, I got really honest, I was like, I need a moment here (laughs) to myself, you know, I have three kids, I run a business. There's like all these other things, like just going to need two minutes of breathing close the door. And can I see that acknowledgement of the need, Never mind the fulfillment of the need, but the acknowledgement of the need can actually then make me take me out of that overreaction of the nervous system. You know, or in a greater scheme, it can pull me out of that in inflation of the ego. You know, where the ego pulls, the ego pulls. Well, because we're not even aware of that's what the ego usually pulls. The ego is trying to pull in things that we are not internally aware. Of. So, with a celebration practice, with a noticing practice, as ridiculous as it sounds, but by celebrating you, you
0: can actually step out of the ego. Yeah. Yeah. And giving yourself that space then, like, and it is, it seems so simple, like, but we sort of get caught up in that whirlwind sometimes that we can maybe find it hard to take that sort of breath and just pause and go, okay, actually, this is what I need in that moment, like, Mm -hmm. and giving yourself that, but it is, it's like allowing the the mind sort of to, how you describe it, sort of like, you know, inform you, but not let it run the full marathon for you like at the Mm. same time but for you how would you see the little acknowledgements of being proud of self acknowledging sort of the the beauty the amazingness the fullness of self as well as in a sense the you know oh I have actually grown or achieved this in life like what would that look like for you if people were bringing it in today today
1: well, I can tell you how it feels when I'm living a day like that. Um, I'm blessed enough to work for myself so I can shift schedules around a little bit. And ordinarily, the way I've been taught and brought up by society and school and family and um, like so many maybe, I can anchor really quickly into the efficiency. So. I get up, have a very efficient morning routine and then I get to work, you know, in the morning. And even creative work, but it's like sitting in first and going like, okay, what's the project I need to work on? You know, what needs to be organized or at the time when we are teaching live classes, like where do I have to go, you know, prepare for the class and so on. And then at some point later on in the day would be the 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 rest and recover. <laughs> and it I it, actually it's not a celebration, it's like rest and recover. <laughs> Because I, g- I get very excited about the things that I do and I have a tendency to overextend. So if I start a day like that, it's always just recover then first before even I could get to celebrate. Like I don't have enough hours in the day because I couldn't empty myself out so much in the first part that there's not actually enough, you know, rest mm. that I could do for the rest of the day. Um, but I know when I flip it and it's more often than not, it, it, <laughs> I can't make myself do that on the day it's a result of an attitude change that I may have had the week before the days beforehand I was gentler to myself I was contemplating things and I would wake up and you know literally flip it like have a bath in the morning (laughs) you know uh, and and have a bath in the morning or go to my favorite coffee shop or you know I don't know go to the sea or Start the day literally as if I was on holidays. And there is up to this day, there's a little part in me that freaks out when I do that. Mm-hmm. There's that little part of going like, you're losing control of yourself here. Like everything is going to go belly up. The whole house of cards can mm-hmm. fall down, you know? So that like that voice is getting quieter over time, but it's still at times there. But I've learned to let it be there, but not take over control. So starting the day almost like a holiday. And what I found personally is that. What I get done in two hours in the afternoon, I personally work more more efficiently between like three and five anyway. But I can get so much done in those two hours. That would have taken me like a whole week of mornings. And so to me, it's the celebration first. Is like It's like fill your cup. You know, we mm-hmm. talked about this so, so much. And if I just think of society and humanity and like the creative potential that's there, you know, if we were to instead of waking up and feeling sort of haunted by the judgment of not being the good girl, the good boy, not efficient enough, not doing, pulling your weight. Like if that was to all fall off of us or if we just let it be there and just not respond to that um, and start literally with celebrating each other, celebrating ourselves, you know, and I'm fully aware that not everyone has the freedom of schedule, Mm -hmm. you know, but it's not about the length. Like I had days where it was going into you know production mo- mode at eight o'clock in the morning, but there was before that between waking up and actually going into production mode, there was I could sense there was a softening. I was coming from a different place, and I personally now I produce better work, higher quality, more reflected. Um, like it's just higher quality that comes out, and also it costs me less. My physical cost of exhaustion is much reduced, and so. I'm fully aware that's not the same for everyone everyone works differently but that's sort of what I see as potential if we you know I mean on a practical thing could we even just rewire our brain and go on instead of Saturday Sunday being the last two days of the week thinking of Saturday and Sunday the first two days of the week so nothing has changed in your schedule but now you're using Saturday Sunday as really to mm-hmm. celebrate as really to enjoy yourself and then with that fullness you go into the next week you know um So there are small things we can do. Um, Yeah, I think, personally, I think everything is at stake and (laughs) shifting into that can really allow us to individually and collectively access a level of creativity that can respond to this world situation that we're all in at the moment as such an opportunity and really completely recreate how we do life. I think that that is the possibility that's Mm. there. Do I wake up every morning and feel like that every morning? (laughs) No. (laughs) But I do think there there is this great scope possible, Um, but even just on a practical level, you know, when you can start a day like that, it just feels much better in your body. If you're in better form, your husband, your your children, they will feel it. The people you you work with mm. on Zoom, they, they will feel it. Your capacity f- to, to hold someone else when they are falling apart is much bigger. So I think it's really a win-win for everyone. Um, it's just like, how can we... I need to trick myself into these things, but how can we trick ourselves more often mm. into... The celebration first, you
0: know. Yeah, but most people need to trick themselves. Like, <clears throat> there's a, a woman I follow on her podcast and her whole thing is, I can't remember her name, but her whole thing is like, you're literally training yourself like a little dog. Yeah. A treat every time you do something differently. Like, you know, like, so if you're learning to meditate, you start off with one minute, give yourself, and you decide what time of the day you're going to do it every day. Like, you know, and that's the commitment, that's the dedication. One minute, little treat and she's like I don't care if it's a cup of tea a little bit of chocolate whatever it is and she and she always tells a story of um, one woman goes to oh yeah I started she goes and I did 10 minutes and I bought myself a horse and she's like I, I, I love that like you know I, I love that because she worked, the woman works on horses like you got it she's like I love that she goes but like how are you going to like you know beat that the next time like you know you can't keep treating yourself to a horse every time you go up a minute or something the woman's like oh I never thought of that <laughs> you know so she goes something simple that you can reach for you know i can do but she goes then you'll go two months little treat three minutes little treat you know and you build up to whatever you want it to be but she goes you're like it's like training a little dog like Mm -hmm. do you know like so we have to because we've been programmed not to like you know you Mm -hmm. do everything and then if you have spare second look after yourself and that there like you know get everything done get the milestone and then hop on to the next one there's no breathing space between them like You know, there's no space just for that pause, never mind doing anything else with it, but just to pause, take a breath in and go, whoa, yeah, I did that or we did that and look where we're at. You know, look at this view, look at what we've created, look what we're feeling, you know, like tune into what we're thinking. There's none of that. It's on to the next step. Like, you know, Mm. so it's, uh, we are training ourselves. Like, and it is, you know, when people come to learn Reiki and all, they're like, you know, but why would you do this every day? every day like you know and I'm like well how do you feel after your self practice and they're like oh just brilliant so peaceful so quiet my head's like a lot more space and I'm like imagine stepping into your day that way mm-hmm. do you know and I know it doesn't fit in with everybody but I know so many people who get up a half an hour earlier so they can step into their day that way because when we do that we're it's like we fed our consciousness we fed our spirit and therefore we're Stepping in, both as you said, more fullness possibly, or more grounded in ourselves, or our mind just a little bit more relaxed. You know, like and maybe not highly activated. Whereas most of us start the day running, like do you know, because that's what we've been told you do. Like switch on your email yeah. and start answering them straight away. Like it's just like they'll get answered somewhere along the way eventually if they need to. Like do you know, like and it is, it's hard. Like because we yeah. we are so instilled to go like do you know, like so even like for me the constant thing is like choose me first like do you know like and that's hard because I've been programmed to give like do you know like on all levels you've got my left arm here take my right arm with you as well like sure take, take everything yeah you know like the last ounce of energy so it's been a massive like and it's a continuous process of consciously going okay I'm going to choose me today and do this first mm. You know, like when I begin to lift up something or switch on. And we have certain things we do. We keep, put all computers away at night. Do you like lock them away? Because if they're nowhere in sight, I won't touch it. But mm-hmm. if it's sitting there, my brain's already. But sure. You could do a bit of that while you're doing X, Y, Z. And like not hide them. Because if I don't see it, mm-hmm. I won't switch the on. Mm-hmm. You know, So you're you're playing with yourself just like you would 100%. with your child.
1: A hundred percent. Um Not to say that was the reason why we got our dog, Oscar. You just love him and I just love dogs. But one of the things that at the time when we got him, when we knew it was the right time, I always wanted a dog my entire life growing up, but, you know, um, didn't have one. So uh, when I knew it was the, well, I was trying to (laughs) convince Jody as well for years. Like dog. he's afraid of dogs. Was afraid of dogs. Now love dogs, Loves dogs. But um, anyway, so well into my adult life, um, we decided to get a dog, and one of the reasons—not the main reason, but one of the reasons—that I was fully aware of is that dog deserves to be walked twice a day, and I knew my overproductive. You can actually probably hear him snoring in the background it's like apologize he's always with me when we're recording so you can hear him throughout the episode sometimes he's just like getting a little louder there but um yeah i i knew he had to be walked twice and he deserves to be walked twice and my overactive mind i knew myself well enough the first thing i want to get up and get productive and now i have a dog to walk and i knew that would create a certain confrontation on the inside. But it also was the confrontation I needed. And so when I'm walking him, I'm really trying to be strict with myself and never bring a phone, not even put music on the odd time I slip and that's okay, You know, phone comes along or, you know, listening obviously to music or something like that. But more often than not, I am really trying when I bring him for a walk that I'm fully present there with him for a it's for him as well. He deserves my presence when I'm out with him um and at home but it's more contained when we go for a walk and also it does me so much good now the resistance I mean it is is still like a struggle you know you see the phone lying there and you're like I'm just gonna grab the phone while I'm going out. it's like no 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 just leave all of that and just really when I walk without phone without music out in nature with him I do it's like when you play with a child you lose sense of time mm-hmm. you kind of recenter yourself that there, there is a It's an act of celebration of life, because like how often then does it happen that, you know, relationships grow apart or we lose pets or we lose family members and we're like, oh, my God, I was never there with them, you know. So to me, the celebration of self is also a celebration of life and just having these moments in life. I'm like, I want to make sure that I remember Oscar, you know, that I was there with him, Mm And to me, that's the treat anchor as well into getting out of my productivity. And I can tell when I'm trying to cheat myself because I fast walk and he just looks at me Then he's like, yeah, sort of as if he knew, you just want to get back to your laptop, don't you? <laughs> but um, th- there's just sort of mechanisms, you know, um, that we can use to kind of go like, to get out of the spinning circle that can get so fast of productivity and let me just do this and then Mm -hmm. I rest and then I celebrate you know so but I think we all have our own own ways and again I think that's really important and also to keep it lighthearted because like you know no matter how frustrated I am I'm like I'm not bringing a phone I should be doing this and this and then he looks at me I am just like I just can't help my heart melts and we just go out mm-hmm. and we just have a good laugh you know so I think whether it's your kids your pet whether it's like whatever way you want to do it but I think yeah sometimes we
0: have to trick ourselves into it mm. so what are the little tricks that you can play with yourselves to get yourselves actually you know nourishing yourself feeding yourself caring for yourself Mm-hmm. And honouring everything and everything that you are, like mm-hmm. I think, is a nice thing for people to play with. Like, so if you were a little doggy, what little tricks do you need to play with yourself, <laughs> or your little owner, <laughs> or or get your partner or a friend to be your little partner in crime as well? Like, a hundred percent. Do you know, like, because Liam has to be the one sometimes with me going. Remember we said, and I'm like, okay, put it away. Because I'm like, yeah, that little part's going to go switch that on, even though I said I won't (laughs) do Mm. like. So he has to be the one going, put it off like Mm. because it is so easy just to put something on, lift the phone up, do something like.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, um, And we all wired in such a different way, but similar to you as well. You know, once I'm in, I'm excited about what I'm doing and like not knowing when enough is enough. Yeah. And so to have a partner that kind of sees from the outside and goes like, you know, you look pretty tired. I'm like, I'm not tired. It's like, okay. It comes back 10 minutes later. You know, it's like, do you have this cup of tea over here with me? I'm like, I'm overdoing it. Am I? Maybe. I don't know. I'm just suggesting. So yeah, if you have a friend, a partner, you know, anyone, I think whilst this is individual work, we need all of us to do that because that's the only way how you rewire a, a Saturday, Sunday to the first and second day of the week. Or that's the only way you can do it. You know, imagine if you have some sort of wiggle space with your friends, or you know, um, not to advocate coffee, but like <laughs> have a have an espresso with your friends first and then go for the run with them. You know, like <laughs> what what whatever mm. it is. You know, uh, I think we need each other. It's our own work, but we need each other. Mm
0: yeah and that little no that's us beautiful way to end this week's episode that we need each other beautiful so thank you bb as always for your time and your beautiful sharings and I know that people, I'm going to do this for you just for the crack, I know that people will come home to themselves at your homecoming class <laughs> and that they will get to celebrate and honour all that they are at it. And she will kill me as always for doing that. <laughs> but I just want people to know that your beautiful offering is coming up in two weeks, if I'm right, is that right?
1: Next week, oh, of, next week. Uh, July, July 30, over the bank holiday weekend until
0: August the 2nd beautiful and it's on your website and all and the Mm -hmm. details I think are going to be in the wherever you listen to your podcasts at people okay Mm -hmm. so um go and spend some time with bb if you want to feel really full (laughs) so thank yous as always for tuning in with us we really appreciate you Mm -hmm. taking the time we appreciate you giving us sort of your energy in a sense like us and taking that your energy to be present with us Mm -hmm. um and if you want to leave a little what are they called? Little Review or Little Stars wherever if you listen to the podcast, we'd really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. It just yeah. helps with the visibility but we also love just hearing from you. So enjoy your week and go celebrate. Bye. We'd like to thank you for listening to the Air School podcast hosted by Rosalie McNally and B.B. Dalman. If you'd like to find out more about the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram or if you'd like to learn more about our individual work, you can check us out on our websites dalmond and the